Hello, Kara. Hi, Megan. Happy Tuesday. Oh my gosh, it's a Tuesday. Or when the episode comes out, it will be. Oh, I truly have no clue what time, it, what day it is right now. <laughs> I actually don't know. I thought yesterday was Friday, so here we are <laughs> doing that. <laughs> Today, I have more listener-submitted stories. I love these so much, and it sounds like everybody else is loving them, too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> this is the Witch's Magic Murder and Mystery oh, Podcast. Oh, yeah. This is Kara. And I'm Megan. <laughs> um, today, we got a long email. It is super creepy. Oh, gosh. And so, I'm just going to read you all the email. Do it. Um, and if there's time, I'll see what how much time it takes, and I might do one more. But this one is from Amelia. I love that name. That was almost Olive's name. Oh, I love it. Mm -hmm. Okay. She says, hello, Megan and Kara. Hello. First off, off, I wanted to say I'm obsessed with your podcast. I don't like most podcasts because the chit chat between co-hosts usually bores me. But with the two of you, I feel like I'm sitting with a couple friends. Oh, good. Thank you for all the time and energy you put into the podcast. You two are truly inspiring. Thank you. That's so nice. I'm not emotionally stable enough. I'm not crying. You're crying. (laughs) Okay, I have a creepy personal story for you if you're feeling in the mood. Always. Always in the mood. Always. For creepy stories. (laughs) Just to clarify. I like naps a lot. (laughs) This happened about eight-ish years ago, but still gives me the chills writing about it today. Oh, my gosh. I feel I need to give some background first. I grew up Mormon, or to use the term they prefer now, a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Which is so much longer. Why Mm -hmm. did they choose that now? I'm going to give some super condensed explanations, and I hope if any listeners are active in the Mormon church, they are not offended. She apologizes for it being a long letter, but we don't care. We don't care. Yeah, we're here for it. When I was an active believer, I, along with many my age, 19, served a mission for the church. You've probably seen these young adults walking around dressed up nice with a black name tag. They've likely knocked on your door or stopped you on the street all the time. Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, oh, Mormons, there they go. There they go. (laughs) They're on their bikes now. These young people volunteer and pay to go all around the world to proselytize for the church. Mm. Young men called elders go for two years, while young women called sisters go for 18 months. Men go for longer because they have the priesthood. This is only given to worthy males. And with this priesthood, they basically have a direct line to act in God's name. I would go on about this, but suffice it to say, worthy men have special powers that women do not. I promise this is relevant. Also, all missionaries are assigned a companion, and we do not do anything without them. We move to different areas within the mission boundaries we are assigned and switch up companions as well. Oh. Near the end of my mission, I was assigned to Montpelier, Vermont. Yes. That sounds Good job. Thank you. And was with a new companion. Soon after getting to the area, one of our neighbors, we lived in a small apartment complex, (laughs) complex, (laughs) asked us to come bless their apartment. Oh. I've never done this before, although I've heard about it. Normally, because of the priesthood, males tend to do these types of things. They have a written prayer along with anointed oil. Women can say prayers and that can work, but it isn't as powerful. Okay. We tried to explain how we could get the elders, male missionaries, to come and do it for them, but they insisted they needed it soon. They told us they were having dark dreams and terrible sleep. They mentioned they believed they had some sort of demon or evil spirit (laughs) in their apartment and wanted us to come pray and rid their apartment of it. We had time, and we went up and said a prayer and had a spiritual discussion with them. We didn't think much of it. Oh, my gosh. I never doubted them, yet also didn't have any experience myself, so never feared or thought about protecting me, my companion, or our apartment. (gasps) Oh, man. Oh, no. A few days later, our neighbors told us they felt so much better and thanked us for helping them. Oh, gosh, oh, gosh, oh, gosh. We were kept busy and didn't think much about the experience again. Then about a month or so later, same area, same companion, I had the worst experience. 
To this day, I don't know if it was a dream or if I was awake. I woke up in the middle of the night, didn't look at the clock, and felt from the doorway a dark being. Suddenly, I felt my body seize up. I couldn't move or speak. I was in a panic, and for what felt like forever, I fought with this being. I felt like my spirit was fighting it as it wanted to possess my body. Oh, my gosh. I commanded it in the name of Jesus Christ to get out of me and leave me be. I was sweating profusely and shouting as loud as I could in my head because, once again, I couldn't speak. Oh, my gosh. Finally, as I was bawling and mustering up the last bit of strength I had, I commanded again in the name of Christ to go. I felt my body begin to relax. I knew the fight wasn't over and continued, finding even more strength now. With each command, I felt my body relax and was able to muster more strength. Oh, my gosh. I was finally free but scared and drenched in sweat. I prayed and was somehow able to fall asleep. (sighs) I don't know how. No, 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 no. In the morning, I did not tell my companion as I didn't want to frighten her. And besides, it was just a nightmare, right? Mm -hmm. We went through our day and I put the dream out of my mind. She put dream in quotation marks. Right. I slept fine the next night and felt I had moved on from the previous night's nightmare. Oh, gosh, oh, gosh, oh, gosh. The next morning, as I was driving us to our first appointment, my companion was writing in her journal. I asked what she was writing about. (gasps) And she said, I had the worst nightmare last night. (gasps) My heart skipped a beat, and I asked her to tell me about her dream. She was hesitant, but I insisted. She then proceeded to tell me how she woke up in the middle of the night, feeling there was a dark being in the doorway of her room. Then her body seized up. She couldn't move or speak. She then told me about how she felt the being was trying to possess her body, and she fought with it and commanded it to leave her alone in the name of Christ. She explained it felt like forever fighting with this thing, but once she got it to leave, she prayed and was able to go back to sleep. Oh, my gosh. I was completely freaked out now, obviously. Well, yeah. I don't remember writing it down, and I definitely didn't tell her about it. I then pulled over and told her that I had the same dream the night prior to her dream. We both freaked out. We say a prayer, and then continue on with our day. We couldn't be late for our appointment. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I've been like, excuse me, I'm calling in sick to my life. Thank I you. cannot do this anymore. <laughs> we didn't know how to process the events and didn't want to tell anyone either, as we'd expect them to think we're crazy. Neither of us connect the dots with blessing our neighbor's home yet. Oh, no. This part, I'm unsure if the events are connected to our visitor, but it sure added to our paranoia. Later that day, we go visit a couple we were teaching and brought with us a member from the area. It probably doesn't matter, but for context, this couple was currently working at and living in a hotel. As the member was saying a prayer to begin our lesson, we hear a bang and glass break. At first, I thought someone was shooting through the window. As I look over, I see a glass jar full of water explode, or at least they claim it was water. As we get up to help clean up the glass, my companion lets out a little squeal. There was a dagger-shaped shard of glass in between her and I, about the size of a hand. Mm. We were the furthest people from the glass, and all the glass seemed to stay on that side of the room. (gasps) The rest of the lesson seemed to go well, although both of us were completely on edge. Well, yeah. Next, there's more. What? We had planned to stop by a few people's homes to check in and see how they were doing. We get to the first place, an apartment building, and the parking lot is extra dark. This is winter in Vermont, so it gets dark Mm -hmm. early. We both feel uneasy going into the dark, not sure if the being was there lurking or if we were just highly on edge. We decided we needed help. We went to our church building and ran inside. Once inside, we called the elders. Keep in mind, these are male missionaries, and they're 19 to Mm -hmm. 23. So you call them elders, but they're very age. And told them a brief story and asked them to come give us priesthood blessings. These are common in the church and can be for comfort, protection, healing, or guidance. They come and give us both blessings. And while it felt good, both of us didn't want to return to our apartment. Oh, my gosh. As we were talking and giving more explanation, we decided to have them come with us to bless our apartment. 
their written prayer and anointed oil. Since the rules of the mission is that we can't all be in the same room alone, this is for legal and ethical protection, the elders go into our apartment and me and my companion wait outside the door. As we stand there in silence, I suddenly see lights of a few cars blink. At first, I thought someone was playing with their key fob. Nope, nope, nope. When I noticed it went from the car in front of us and down on a path leading to the woods nearby. (gasps) The second car to blink was ours, and I had the keys in my hand. That freaked us out even more, but it also felt nice having a visual of seeing it leave. So it's like Mm -hmm. the lights leading away from them. (sighs) The next day, we both woke up feeling refreshed and realized we had been tired and had a slight headache for at least over a month. Oh, my gosh. Then that's when we connected the dots to our neighbors and realized when we blessed their place, we must have inadvertently sent it to ours. <gasps> After this, we noticed we had a lot more energy, were less irritated, and generally happier. Oh, my gosh. It almost reminds me of the episode about sleep paralysis, but it's creepy. We both had the same dream once, but on two consecutive nights. Plus, seeing the lights flash when I know I'm awake can't be a coincidence. That's true. Like, yeah, they were mm-hmm. awake for sure. Right. Before this, I never really believed in the supernatural and always was skeptical of other stories. At first, this experience strengthened my belief in God, but now it opens my mind to view that there is so much we cannot explain. Oh my gosh. I hope you enjoyed my story. I love you too so much. (laughs) We sure did. We really did. Wow. I mean, wow. Oh God, religious stuff. Oh. Creeps me out so much. Yeah. Like. Ghost stories are one thing, mm-hmm. but demon stuff, oh, possessions, it's like, whoa, mm-hmm. that stuff feels whoa. just too much. Yeah. It's so scary. Okay. I think we've got time for another one. Okay. Hello, ladies. My name is Lily. Yes, you can use it. And I'm writing from mm-hmm. Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, fun. One I love favorite the places. Oh my gosh. Nashville's great. I love the podcast so much and love hearing it every week. Thanks. This story is about the time my family visited Estes Park, Colorado, and I got to visit the famous Stanley Hotel. Ooh. That's uh, the Shining Mm -hmm. Hotel. So everyone around me knows how much I love all things spooky, so this was on my list of things we had to do while on vacation. Oh, how fun. Do you want to go to that hotel? Let's do it. No. (laughs) (laughs) Kelsey Absolutely not. Kelsey asked the other day if you and I want to go hang out with her before she has her baby in Hot Springs, Arkansas. And I was like, ooh, there's so many. The Crescent. Is that where the Crescent is? Make a little weekend trip out of it. I do. I do want to go. Yeah. Um, For those who aren't familiar, the Stanley Hotel is in the Rocky Mountains, and it's what Stephen King based The Shining off of. It has lots of portals and resident ghosts, and has even been visited by ghost adventures and lots of YouTubers. I don't like the portal thing, so no, Mm -hmm. I changed my mind. I don't want to go. (laughs) That being said, I came with my research in hand. Yes, girl. Of course you did. Do it. It was late May and still chilly. My brother, sister-in-law, and best friend came along for the ghost tour. It starts with walking around the hotel and seeing all the big rooms and learning about the history. The old architecture gives it the feel that it has been stuck in time for decades. Everyone in the group is walking to the concert hall, and I lean over to my brother and say, I don't know, this one just feels different than the main hotel building. (gasps) We are both sensitive to things and can easily pick up, but I don't know how much he has accepted that. The tour guide takes us to the basement and tells us a story about a girl named Lucy. They believe... Lucy was a young girl, maybe a teenager, and was sadly unhoused. One day, a security guard came across her sleeping in the basement of the concert hall and kicked her out into the freezing Colorado winter. That night, sadly, she died and was found the next day by another security guard. Oh, wow. They say she still lives in the basement and loves to mess around with guests. That's where we come in. We're all sitting in a room they call Lucy's room in a large circle. 
Oh, gosh. The tour guide gives each of us a sucker because Lucy is known to love suckers and take them from people. I was thinking to myself, yeah, right. Nothing's going to happen. I mean, it would be cool and the vibes feel weird, Mm -hmm. but probably not. Right. I'm sitting with my sucker in hand and the stem up when all of a sudden the stem is pushed straight down. (gasps) I start yelling, guys, look. And sure enough, everyone sees the sucker in my hand shift from left to right and back down again. (gasps) Like she was trying to get it out of her hand. Mm -hmm. This was nothing like I have ever experienced. I felt her presence out of nowhere in front of me and felt the sucker dance around in my hand while I was completely still. That gave me chills. I'll be honest. While I was reading this setup, I was thinking, well, the hotel mm-hmm. is setting something up here, but yeah. there's no way they could yeah. fake this. No. How do you put batteries in a sucker, a fake sucker, right. and make it dance around? A few minutes later, a woman who was hard of hearing ran out of the room because she said she heard Lucy in her ear asking to play. No. No. <laughs> Do you want to play? Can we play? I hate it. Do you want to play? I hate it. Will you play with me? Lauren dressed up as like like a dead Victorian yeah. child for Halloween. No. And she walked up to me and she was like, Do you want to play? And this was when no. she was like 12. And I was like, Please leave. <laughs> Get out of my face. Take it. Yes. Okay. Um. We came outside to find the poor woman crying. Aww. Everyone was in shock, and it took me a while to realize what has actually happened. I don't see how they could possibly think of some kind of trick or something to make the yeah. sucker in my hand do that. Oh, see, we're the same. Yeah, yeah. I felt the pressure. I saw it move, and so did everyone else. Ooh. That's all for my ghost story from the Stanley Hotel. It isn't too crazy, but it was all the confirmation in the world I needed. Sorry for the length, but I hope you guys enjoy my ghost tale. We do. Wow, wow, wow. She also attached some pictures to her email, so I'll have to check them out. Yeah, my gosh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Speaking mm-hmm. to my good ear. <laughs> no. That's true. If a ghost came up to me and was in my wrong ear, they'd be so disappointed. I know. They'd be they'd like be yelling like at me. And tapping on you. like They'd be like, gosh, she's brave. Wait, like, no, I, I just can't hear you. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> oh, my Thank gosh. Thank you all, as always, for yeah. sending these in. They're great. Yeah. Okay, we love you so much. Goodbye. Goodbye.